Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Bob Proctor once said, the less replaceable you are, the more you are worth. Think about that for a moment. In your job, how much of your life are you giving up to show up and work that nine to five? Thinking nobody can do that job as well as you can. Nobody cares for those patients, those guests, whatever that looks like for you as much as you do. Let me tell you something, friends. <laughs> we are all replaceable. And I'm here living proof, proof being fired for the second time in my life. Five days after my neck injury, not even five days, I got a phone call from my recruiter and they said, the hospital canceled your contract. They cannot accommodate your light duty, the light duty requests from the doctor. And so they'll be looking for another traveler. Now, let me recap here for a moment. Travelers, we up and move our whole lives to help a hospital. We pack up two suitcases. We drive across the country. We fly. We try to find affordable housing for three months. And usually we have to sign a lease for those three months. And we are there to serve, to help. If you are a traveler in the medical field, chances are these facilities need you because they their employees are out on disability, so they're injured, maternity leave. They're just short-staffed and because they don't treat their employees well. There's a multitude of reasons why these hospitals need travelers. Now, most people are familiar with travel nursing. I've been a traveling ultrasound tech for seven and a half years, and I have never in my life encountered what I just encountered. Now, this happened mm, almost two weeks ago, and nobody's known about it but my boyfriend and my mom and dad. To be honest with you, I got off the phone. I hung up the phone with my recruiter and I looked up and I laughed and I said, you asked for this. Friends, when you ask and you leave space to receive, it will happen. Whatever that looks like, it's not going to be on your terms. Now, in the past, I would ask and not leave space to receive. So I'd be in that dead end job, deadbeat job, something that just wasn't serving me for years. And now it's not even moments. It's not even days and the universe takes care of it for me. Now, 90% of you are cringing right now. 98% of you. I even told my roommate about it the other day, just yesterday, and it's been almost a week and a half or so. And she was like, how are you not freaking out? I said, why? Like, I, I am so sad about our healthcare system. Why am I supposed to be this compassionate, loving healer, show up every day working in maternal fetal medicine, high-risk pregnancies, very, very stressful time, giving all of my love for 10, 11 hours a day, treating my 7 a.m. patient just like I treat my 4 p.m. patient, and I'm being shit on. When I speak up and I say that my schedule is too much, when I say I can't do seven anatomies, on 300 plus pound patients. When I say something, I want to be heard. I don't want disability. I don't want your freaking money. I want to be heard. I am a compassionate, caring human. 
I am human. Keyword here. With feelings, with emotions, with physical pain manifesting to the point where I can't enjoy my life. I can't sleep at night because I'm in pain. I can't work out. I could barely do, I couldn't even do yoga when I hurt my neck. And then I'm going to get a call saying, we canceled your contract. So as much as I asked for it, I said to myself, what did you ask for? You didn't ask to stop being compassionate. You didn't ask to stop caring for people. You asked to be heard. You asked to leave the Western medicine meltdown, y'all. Like there is not enough nurses, doctors, and, and you may just see what you see on TV, but I'm frontline right here to tell you all about it. And as an emotional malleability speaker, and what does that mean? What does that look like? How, do, how have I created this umbrella as my speaking career? Well, listen up. I started thinking like, okay, I need to be an advocate for advocate for healthcare workers. I need to be out there talking about why we need to heal the healers. Like, why are we being ignored? And then I thought about other things I talk about, like demystifying happiness and trusting the turbulence in your life, you know, going through bodybuilding, hormone imbalances, a divorce, riding the waves of joy is how I live my life. And I know I am weird to 98% of you. And not weird in a bad way. Weird isn't like, I hope you wonder how I do what I do. I hope you wonder how I didn't lose any sleep that night I got that phone call. And it's because I've taken risks up to this point. I've went a couple years without doing ultrasound full time, and I know my quality of life improved. I did a whole podcast episode on this a couple episodes back, and it was just about like... (laughs) being a sonographer and what that means. And I got messages from you guys that you oh, like, maybe I'm going to change my career path. It was, it was just a couple episodes back. Let's see, 27, 28, 29, 127. I think the, the hard truth about a career as a sonographer, we don't talk about it. Just like social media, we talk about all the sunshine and rainbows, like all the things, right? We don't, we talk about the highlight reel of our life. And the hard truth is like, It's not an easy job and it's not an easy job if you're being micromanaged and if you're not being heard. Now, am I mad at the hospital? Nope. You know, pretty much, I don't know, you know, who came down to this decision. My thought process is, so when you're a traveler, you work for an agency and then the healthcare facility, the hospital has uh, a third party. There's like a third party. There's a middleman, right? And it's so funny because it takes like four to six weeks to get a new traveler in. And my home base is Arizona. That's where my house is. So as long as you're within, you're further than 50 miles from your, your home residence, then you can be a traveler. So tell me this, how can a patient-centered profession layered in love and compassion fall short and fail to offer work-related physical and psychological well-being? The fact that I told you guys on a couple of episodes ago, 95% of us, 80 to 95% of us have work-related pain is bullshit. And I record that episode and then I got fired for being injured. Now, if you ask me, there's some uh, legalities behind that. And I'm not sure what that looks like quite yet. And I'm not going to go into details about that because that's not my scope of practice. But I am here because I want to be an advocate and I want to stand up and I want to talk about I want to talk about things people don't want to talk about. So why emotional malleability? Why is that going to be my umbrella of what I talk about? Because I truly feel like when you can pivot, I like to think of it like this. Think of Play-Doh. When's the last time you had Play-Doh in your hands? It's probably been a while. Okay. What happens when you get Play-Doh fresh out of the container? You can mold it into anything you want. Am I right? 
You take what you're given, you take the pretty color and you make shapes and you do all the things, right? It works out for you because you're creating what you want to create. Now, what if I told you you could do that with your life too? What if I told you that your life is Play-Doh? It's literally Play-Doh. You can build out whatever you want of your future. What have you been given? What life situations have pushed you to your edges recently? How did you respond? The fact that I sat there with a smile on my face talking to my roommate or the day it happened, I was like, I texted Cam. I was like, hey, can I come over? I just would like to talk to you. He's like, yeah, is everything okay? I was like, it will be okay. Like, I'm okay. I just, I'd like to talk. And he just like looked at me and dumbfounded, like I just said, layered in love and compassion of this field. And we're not being heard. And just days before that, I hurt my neck, you guys, and I've never had a neck injury at work in knock, knock on wood in 10 years of doing this. Never. I've had shoulder pain. I've I've had everything else, but never neck. And that was super scary. I couldn't even turn my head to drive. The doctor wrote on my note, she should not be driving. Okay. Just a few days before that, I said, this is too much. Well, we just got to get through January. Well, we just got to get through December. No, let me tell you guys something. During my interview, I asked How many anatomy exams do you do and how are they scheduled? This is a very pertinent question as a sonographer. An anatomy exam is the 20-week ultrasound. It is head to toe on the baby, okay? If you work for maternal fetal medicine, you do not, they do not leave until you get all your pictures. I don't care what position this moving target is in. It is so incredibly hard on your arm, your wrist, your neck, overuse injuries, you guys. It's so bad. And... I was told five. I was told five. Eight, nine, 10 a.m., one and two. Okay, no. Walked right in and there was seven. Even the doctors had said something like, why is your schedule like that? And I was like, I don't know. It's too much though. I'm already in pain. So if your emotions aren't fixed and you choose to live your life like you have some Play-Doh in your hand, How can we unmemorize these emotions, these feelings? How can we handle situations differently? Well, I always say there are two questions we can ask. Why did this happen for me? And what is this teaching me? These two questions will massively uplevel your life and your ability to transform any situation. I didn't cry over that. I have not cried over this. Honestly, I got behind my laptop. I finished my website that I was building to become a speaker. I, I booked a speaking conference, went to on Friday, like my cup was overflowing. I've got things planned going forward. I built my LinkedIn network up. Like I am transitioning transitioning out of hands-on physical work in the medical field because my calling is different now. It's bigger. It's more. I'm a voice. I'm a voice for the emotional malleability of all of you. You can tra- transform anything. Transform your divorce into something beautiful. Transform your nine to five into building up a real estate business. I have a client of mine. I freaking love him to death. He was so scared to leave his, he was a physical therapist, leave his nine to five. We talked about this endlessly. He hired me for weight loss. Did he reach those goals too? Hell yeah, he's a rock star. But more importantly, he left his job that was no longer serving him. Now he is a a person centered and layered in love and compassion. He is one of the biggest hearts of anybody I've ever met. It's not that he didn't love being a physical therapist and helping people, but we don't, we're adults. We don't want to be micromanaged. Some of us are just meant to never clock in again. Something about clocking in makes me cringe. So when I got shingles at age 29, what was I doing? Working 60 hours, no sleep, bodybuilding. I can do anything, I thought. 
and then your body shuts down. We need to be willing to pivot. Our body is talking to us. And what my neck was telling me was that this is no longer serving me. And I, in my head, when that happened, I was like, you can't do this. You won't even make it to the end of the year before you start school. You can't, you don't want to do this. And that's why when I hung up that phone, I looked up and I said, I laughed. And then I said, thank you. This is happening for me. The truth is, you guys, you must find a way to feel good now. This is how to demystify happiness, to build a life outside of your life situation. Pull the positives out of a day that feels like rock fucking bottom. That was not rock bottom for me. I saw the light. I I, I became immediately energized, astounded with joy, like just radiating like so much positivity, like, oh my God, I'm going to impact people in different ways right now. This is just another message to send out. And I'm not saying ignore your emotions. You can feel sad. You can feel confused. You can feel lost because... A lot of you are like, but what am I supposed to do? I don't like my job. What am I supposed to do? That's where you hire a coach. That's where you hire a business mentor. That's where you reach out to me and so I can help guide you. I've been there. Don't hire anybody that hasn't been there. Coaches need coaches too. So what happens when we let life happen to us instead of for us? We lose our emotional malleability. The Play-Doh gets hard, right? Think about when you leave the Play-Doh out overnight. It cracks. We no longer have the ability to form life's gifts into what serves us. Let me say that again. What happens when we let life happen to us instead of for us? We lose our emotional malleability. We start feeling these feelings from our past. We get angry. We get mad. Nothing is going to be, nothing's going to happen for you if you live in that state of mind. You no longer have the ability to form life's gifts into what serves us. You know, when I went to that conference on Friday, I was really watching these speakers and I was the youngest by 15 years, easy. And watching them interact with each other, some of them have been doing this 30 years, others, it's their third meeting. And the question that kept coming up was, what do you speak on? And so that's where I came up with this umbrella of emotional malleability, because I was like, I talk about a lot of things, you know, a lot of things. But navigating the undercurrents of life and waves of joy, y'all, that's been my foundation for a couple of years now. And that's how you guys know me. So when the Play-Doh gets hard and it cracks and we don't have the ability to form life's gifts into what serves us, don't let that get you down. Add a little water to the Play-Doh. Soften it up a bit. Grab a new container. Okay, The domino effect of letting life happen to you is the hardening of your heart. It's chronic stress, your body shutting down. It's lack of resilience. So even the small things feel like mountains. We lose the quality of our life and what we deserve and desire. We forget who we are. We need to love ourselves first. We need to lean into what serves us. Control-Alt-Delete what you no longer need. This opens up the doors to bigger yeses. Draw boundaries. You know those lines in the sand around your sandcastle when you were younger playing at the beach? When I'd be yelling, Nikki, don't you dare kick over my sandcastle. And then the waves would inevitably come and wash it away anyway. Those boundaries aren't to keep people out. They're to keep more of you in. So you can stay true to who you are without external influence. Learn how to layer. Layer your life in love, in purpose, in pursuit to serve others. In doing so, we automatically show up as the fresh Play-Doh out of the pretty plastic container. 
ready to pivot however we need to based on what we're given. So I was fired. <laughs> do they know what they, do they know what they're missing out on? I'm great. You're great. We're all great. But we're also all replaceable. Build up that resilience. Build up that emotional malleability. Whatever happens for you today, if you get a flat tire, if you get fired, if you quit your job, if your husband asks for a divorce, if you're trying to make something work that's just not fucking serving you, stop, pivot. It's okay to not know. Find a safe place to fall apart. Find joy in not knowing. You cannot predict anything. When are, when are you going to realize that? Because the second you do, life is so freaking beautiful. I'm right now, I'm looking out my window. We got some fresh snow last night. The shingles are covered in this fresh, lightly dusting of snow. The breeze is blowing. I can see the trees in the wind. I'm just imagining I'm at the beach because that makes me much happier than this. But I am living my best life sitting here, very unemployed. Is my neck getting better? Some of you are wondering. It is. Thank you for asking. (laughs) PT is going so well. And my physical therapist has changed my life. He's just a good human. And he's like, I never get to work with athletes. Like, please don't feel guilty for being out of work. Like, you deserve this. You take care of people all the time. You need to take care of yourself. So we ask and we receive. All of us experience five or six consistent emotions in every day. Have you ever noticed that whatever's going on in your life, you always seem to find the same half dozen emotions? Maybe it's worry, fear, insecurity, anxiety. Not necessarily because you want to, but it's because those emotions are familiar to you. Your mind always seeks out what's familiar. So I was fired a few years back um, from a job in San Diego, and that's on another podcast. Regardless, I remember crying in my car, calling my dad, and he said just a few words to me. He said, Shauna, you'll figure it out. This time... I didn't feel those same emotions. I told you. I looked up. I laughed. Called my parents later that night and I was like, guess what? (laughs) They fired me. I got injured on the job and they fired me. And they shook their head. Really? Really? Well, you'll figure it out. You always do. And you will figure it out too. Whatever your heart is telling you, whatever your mind, monkey mind is telling you to do, be quiet. Sit still. Your mind always is going to seek out what's familiar because there's a level of comfort there. It would have been easy to cry, mom, I'm going to move home. I told my dad I was going to move home. And he's like, how much money do you need? I'll write you a check. (laughs) It's like, he doesn't want me to come home. I just don't understand. I'm just kidding. But anyway, I know they're there for me and I'm fortunate to have that. And I hope you have somebody there for you too, not just in a financial way, just emotional support. But if you're going to change your life, you guys, if you're going to, you have to clean house, change the emotional home that you're living in. You have to be intentional about receiving in order to receive. I told you anything in my past that I was trying to change, I would stay in for months, years that didn't serve me. This was days and it was done. There are three things in life I truly feel like we take to the extreme. Our jobs, our body image, and our relationships. We get caught in the pendulum swinging too far left, you know, the honeymoon phase or the six pack abs or then too far right. Oh my God. I have a muffin top. Oh my God, I don't know, whatever that looks like for you. But the further we get from neutral, we think we're just going to be happier. And as a former competitive bodybuilder, a divorcee, uh, and fired from jobs, multiple, 
I thought I'd, you know, transition my life. I thought I'd fall apart. I say transition because that's my mindset now. It wasn't always my mindset. So my passion is to teach you about the middle ground, how to say farewell to the extremes in your life. We all like comfort, consistency, and control, don't we? But we must let go of something, our pride, our old habits, a comfortable sin, something else we cling to a little too tight. It's difficult. It's so difficult. But listen to me. You have to say goodbye to welcome the hello. And so today I choose comfort. Tomorrow I might choose courage. Every day is a little bit different. My comfort today is talking to you guys. I waited almost two weeks to record this podcast. I wanted clarity. I was processing. Very important to do in your life. But in doing so, I gave myself permission to explore what's possible. Once you start dreaming bigger, you know what you're capable of. You crave it everywhere you go. I'm so excited today. I'm going to go to a coffee shop. I'm still uploading new podcasts and blogs on my uh, my website. I'm going to do some outreach. I reached out to a few random things that I found on LinkedIn. I was like, oh man, I think I could help them out. I've got some volunteer work lined up, y'all. My heart is full. And as I'm dealing with my mercury poisoning, recovering from my neck injury, I'm blessed. I'm here to talk to you and help you find your way as well. So remember, the less replaceable you are, the more you are worth. I'm not saying we're all meant to work for ourselves, but I want you to know what you're capable of. I don't want you to be afraid every day walking into work thinking, damn, Shauna got fired. I could get fired too. (laughs) Yeah, you can. You work for somebody else. You're all replaceable, but nobody can truly replace what's in your heart and what you have to give this world. And that's why when I looked up, I was like, you know, I'm bigger than this. I'm better than this. There's so much more happening for me right now. So if you like comfort, consistency, and control, I offer you a moment to let it go. Sometimes the painful part of finding the power, purpose, and freedom we're made to live with requires release and resiliency built into us. Remember, your life is like Play-Doh. You get to choose. Don't let anybody else choose for you. What life situations have pushed you to your edges? Choose to unmemorize your emotions. Think of life gifting you things every single day. And then also think about how you can turn it into what serves you. Two questions I want to leave you with. Why did this happen to me? And what did I do to, de- to, to deserve this? Those are two questions that I want you to let go. Let go, release that. Change those to, why did this happen for me? What is this teaching me? Uplevel your life today, friends. All you need is what's in your heart. Stay true to you no matter what. I love you. I love that this happened for me. Fired again. Like, what a podcast title. Episode 130. Here we are, friends. Oh gosh, life is so beautiful. It's a journey that I'm so blessed to be living. Thank you for following along. As always, I love you guys so freaking much. Okay, so freaking much. If you want discounts on things that I'm currently using, please look in the show notes. If you need help, advice, anything going on in your life, y'all message me, email me, slide in my DMs. I love hearing from you. Please send this podcast to a friend, repost it. Somebody needs to hear this message. Somebody is going to change their life because I decided to sit down and talk to you guys today. This show is all about you. I only ever want to help you navigate the undercurrents of life 
and live life in purpose. I love you all so freaking much. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile, be kind, give back. The world needs you just as you are.